All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. Cheryl Underwood, how you doing, ma'am? Hello. Looking wonderful as ever. How's life treating you? You know what? Blessed and highly favored. Thank the Lord that the talk is back on CBS and we're doing it with the Zoom technology. And um, I'm just happy that we could come back and give people a respite in these uncertain times. But it also gives me a platform to speak to people and also do some good in the neighborhood, which is something we can talk about. Yeah, I want to uh, talk about that too, because you're doing that with your radio show. So you guys weren't going to work, but now I guess you're y'all zooming in. Yeah. For the talk yeah. now, how's that working out? Oh my God, the commute is amazing. I go from the bathroom <laughs> to the desktop. It's amazing. I got half an outfit on. Ladies, I have been trying to wear half an outfit around Hatter for years. Oh, finally, here we go. Finally, <laughs> finally. Listen, finally. listen. I, I look, <laughs> I got to talk about that. So I didn't okay. know what you said. My partner, he was like, oh, man, Cheryl Underwood gave you a shout out on her show. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I said, I got nothing but love for sure. So I kind of like blew off the, the comment. Because I'm like, I'm just thinking you shouting out, oh, yeah, this DJ in this city, this DJ to this city. So I don't know what the shout's about. He said, oh, I need to send it to you so you can hear it. Because I know you didn't hear it. I said, uh, why do I want to hear a shout out? I said, okay, bro, just, okay, do it. So I heard it. Then I was like, ugh. <laughs> Somebody, somebody that's close to me that I used to date went to one of your shows here. Oh. And this happened to be a show when you got on stage. Uh, I don't, I don't, I guess we can say anything here, but yeah. you said that you wanted to do something very special to me. And yeah. I guess you went into detail. Yeah. And this person was in there with their friend like. <laughs> so that's, that's what, that's what we doing. Yeah. So I, I have to watch how I say your name around because this person thinks that me and you had a thing. I'm like, no, me and sure. I didn't really know that that was true. Then I heard this. I'm like, that's too much detail for a person if they don't like you. So since you brought that up, uh -huh. on your show, you went into this shout out, which was supposed to be a generic shout out of DJ. Uh, he's, he's a Houston. Uh, oh, <laughs> Hannah. Uh -uh. Hannah. 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 Oh, I love, <laughs> I want to be had a girlfriend. Speaking of man. I want to be had a girlfriend so bad. Wow. And I wanted to be stepmama to, to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to the, the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she just God. literally went last segment saying she didn't want a man and boom, right, right back to the <laughs> yeah. Well, Hatter, I really, because his demeanor and that chocolate skin and pretty teeth, and he was just so smart and he's radio. Oh, my God. Okay, never mind. What's that all about, man? I'm well, glad you brought that up. I wouldn't go into, but since you brought it up, because I never well, took that serious if that's the case. Well, I've always said that I thought that you were... You're a renaissance man, that you were smart, mm. but you also had a rhythm to you. You one of them old street dudes, you know, said, yeah, uh, baby, you know, but you're so smart, so charming, uh, a man of few words, which gives you a mystery to you, uh, the skin, the teeth, ladies calling right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I always felt like, and two dark-skinned people to get together. You be like, that's double chocolate right oh, now. That's, that's the chocolate and the cake with the chocolate chips. But I've always had a lot of respect for you and yeah. how you handle your business, uh, what you do with your family life and everything. But I will say I am the type of person that I like my fantasies and my crushes to stay fantasy and crushes because <laughs> once you consummate it and you go, oh, I can't stand Cheryl Underwood. 
Every, you know, every man I know, go, Stella Underwood's good people. <laughs> if she ever needed me, good people. You know why? I keep my fantasies and my crushes on the fantasy crush level. Now, if it was ever one of them nights after the quarantine, oh, okay, up, okay, we talking and drinking. I'm not saying it would happen because I also don't believe in sex out of wedlock. So sometimes I be selling them wolf tickets out of. <laughs> you know, I, I fear the Lord. I fear being here on the last day, and the Lord say, "Dog." I would just about to bless you with all the success, all the money. We talking about in the billions, and look what I caught you doing. You mm -hmm. ain't ready. You know, that's how I feel the Lord be thinking about me. You well, know, I always had so much love for you. There was always respect there. Yeah. You always picked up your phone if I called. Not like I called or anything, but if I text. Well, called on business. Let's let's straighten it out for your old yeah, girl. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a street term. That's a street term. Your no, OG. You was always, you was always cool. And I I remember here's when I knew, I didn't even know you had my phone number one time, and something happened. Yeah. Where I guess somebody said that you couldn't come up to the show or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't come to the show. No, sure. You can come to the show. You can, you always. I, I don't know where you got that information. I don't know what, what you happened. mean. Oh. <laughs> you was going in. I had my kid in the car with me. Who's that? That's a, it's a misunderstanding, baby. Right. <laughs> but then when I found out what type of father you were, remember we had a really in-depth conversation about being a black man and being a good father, and how much I loved my father, and there was just nothing. My father, even in his stumble, he squared it. You yeah. know, my father set me up for life. He, you know, he called me his son because I was his firstborn. And mm -hmm. he was son. This is a, and I'm like, hey, man. But then once I got older, I started to figure out what he was saying to me. You know, when you got a strong black man as your father, it just charts your course in life. Now, I'm not saying nothing against the mothers. I'm no, not I saying single actually, mothers I been doing that. absolutely understand what you're saying. We love the mothers. But when you got the father that's giving you an example and and you know, you know who I feel the same way about uh, Eddie Levert as a father, uh, uh, Tom Joyner as a father. Uh, yeah, I give it up to Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey mm -hmm. as a father. For the people I know that are father, Dale Hughley is one of the good, best fathers I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just when you are a man and you are a father, especially in a girl's life, it changes you. So that's why I was I was saying, and I knew it wasn't gonna happen. I knew it never was gonna happen. So I keep it as <laughs> I keep it as a crutch. It's a crush. It's a crush that I cherish, that I, I know will never happen. Listen, thank you, Cheryl. I thought I it was very, I thought it was very sweet. I think you were making fun, but I thought it, I thought it was. Oh no, it was cool. serious. But enough of that. So yeah. here's what I really want to know too. During all this epidemic, because I know you take care of your family as well. How have you been dealing with all that? Well, you're probably the only person that I've talked to about this. I haven't even talked about this on my own radio show. You know, my sister, she's disabled. Right. She's our oldest sister, but she is mentally about 18 months or less. Mm -hmm. She's a baby in a grown woman's body. So she's about 65 years old, but she's mentally about less than 18 months. She cannot read, write, or talk. And, you know, the coronavirus is strong in these convalescent homes, these nursing homes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a little situation and I was, uh, I was scared, but, uh, but then I, I had to catch myself and then I started to pray and then ask God for the strength to accept his will. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I was trying to do. I, I, I'm asking you, Lord, for the strength to accept your will. 
Not for me to say, I don't want my sister to live a quality of life, which is not the best quality of life. She has diabetes, uh, both her kidneys fail, so she gets dialysis every other day. So the potassium was high, uh, the catheter was loose, they took her to the hospital. And the first thing I did was ask God for strength to accept his will and thy will be done. And right when I said it, they called and they said, okay, the doctor, the emergency room doctor lowered the potassium, the catheter is being fixed and everything. And now it says she got a cough and a fever. Um, and I asked God again, I said, I'm coming back to you one more time. Um, because, you know, culturally, you know, my sister was going to live with me as long as I could. Mm-hmm. You know, this, my life was set up for this. When I was married, you know, a- any man I dealt with before I got married, and they were like, yeah, we could be things. together. We could be together. And I was like, well, it's going to be three of us. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take care of my sister. Right? right. And there was rare, it was rare that men would be around because I didn't bring a lot of dudes around my sister. She can't read, write, or talk. And you know, I used to say she was the Beyonce of all disabled because this hair is out of bag. My sister has the most beautiful hair. She has beautiful skin. She is so gorgeous. And she suck a little finger. And I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. You know? See, my sister's a dime piece. I'm just going to tell you for real. My sister's a bomb <laughs> dime piece, right? And so I didn't bring a lot of men around. And the men who have ever been around my sisters know, if it don't look right, two behind the ear. Get ready. There's two behind the ear. <laughs> then I got to call my took a, took a terrible turn. It got real and then, body. And then, and then I said, I got to call my brothers. Because my brothers is no joke. My brothers might be saved. Like one of my brothers, Jehovah Witness, he was like, don't let the smooth taste fool you if something happened to one of my sisters. And then my other brothers, the gate of the family. But I'm saying for our sister, you know, we pray for the covering of the blood of Jesus and the protection. Yes, but man. when something happens and I go, oh, Lord. And then I think about it and I go, okay, first ask God for the strength to accept your will. And that is also why I'm working so hard. That is why my I'm working to invest in my businesses. I'm trying to stay on the talk and keep the talk strong. Uh, comedy is not happening right now. Live mm-hmm. performance of comedy is not happening. And I will not be, my audience is, dis- is, is um is strong older people, you know? It's full of strong older people, older white people, because they watch the talk, CBS, and brothers and sisters have been following my career. You know, people of color have been following my career since the late 80s, since the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. So for me, my feeling is, I'm not gonna be that thing that gets you to come into a club, right? Mm -hmm. So then somebody get coronavirus because of me, because I was trying to make some money, and I'm not doing God's will, so for me, in my family. That's why I always thank God for CBS. Well, did you consider maybe doing, I've seen a lot of comedians going online and doing cash apps and doing shows and stuff like that. Well, I will tell you this with the Zoom. First, we're doing the talk with Zoom, which makes me more comfortable. And uh, we're doing sorority meeting with Zoom, which makes me more comfortable with Zoom. The type of comedy that I do, um, I'm an adult comic. I like nightclub work. And nightclub work lets me express this other side of my personality verbally. It allows me to be the Richard Pryor, the, you know, the Eddie Murphy, the moms maybe. It allows me to have to talk in a street language to all people. So I don't know if that's the best um, use of Zoom because what I do. Or social media or Instagram or any of that stuff. You just choose not to do any social media. 
I'm learning it, but I got to see where my adult side, in my opinion, I want to be like a party tape. Remember we used to sneak and listen to Red right, Fox right, I party understand. Tape? That's exactly what your show is like. That's, right. <laughs> That's what I want you to do. I want, I want kids to go, I was sneaking and listening to you. I don't really want everybody that has that to see me, but I am pitching uh, concepts that fit this Zoom technology because the people who got furloughed, the people out there that need work, the comics that need work, the technical people, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a way to to bring them bring them back. But but let me close this up about my family too. I believe God because I used to have a twin sister. You know that, right? I did not know that. And she did not leave. Every time I talk to you, I learn something new. I know, I know, I know. And I don't know why I'm telling you. Oh, oh. But, um, <laughs> but my sister living with me is, I think everything fell into place when she came to live with me. When she came to live with me, I was like, it ain't even about you no more, Cheryl. It's about her. You know, and the the times that I have cried, I've asked God for forgiveness and crying because I felt I was showing a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. And and right when I gave it to God, everything started falling into place. And I live a very frugal life. You know what I'm saying? My only my mortgage is down below six hundred dollars. My my only thing that I love that that shows the gospel of prosperity is my car. And I just wanted the Lord to. I just want to be able to say, the Lord did that. See that right there? See that right there? <laughs> the Lord did that. See that? Now, you follow the Lord, you might have it. <laughs> but your sister's okay. She is okay. And she, she, I have to have caregivers with her 24 hours a day, which is a strong six-figure investment in the love I have for her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people would say, well, you make enough money on the top. Why would you even risk this in doing a radio show that you finance and you need sister care? First of all, I live check to check like anybody else. My check just a little bit bigger. But I understand <laughs> what it takes a little bit bigger. I understand what the grocery store worker is feeling. I understand what people feeling because I want to stay a, a regular person. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it ain't about that lifestyle for me. It's about people who depend on me life. So I, I thank God for everybody always looking out for Cheryl Underwood, all the people that are always so interested in what you're trying to do, how can I help you? Um, so for my sister, I, I just thank everybody for understanding why I make that long-term investment. How have you been doing your morning show? Because you do radio. Yeah. And I know you got a whole team of people. So how have y'all been able to communicate and do your thing? Because you have shows on several radio we had perfected uh, social distancing before it was even a thing. <laughs> because what, this is really what happened. You know, I'm, a, I'm still a contributor on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, right? I did not know that. So we've been perfecting this for a while to the point where Ivan said, you have to intuit a breath because you don't see the person, mm-hmm. you know, that you're doing the radio with. Yep. So we do it early in the morning. We have a five-day-a-week show, Cheryl Underwood Radio. Then we have Late Night Cupcaking, which is our all-dedication uh, for the lover <laughs> in you. Yes, Christ, uh, Late Night Cupcaking. And then we have Spiritual Nourishment, which is the best Bible study on okay. radio. Yeah, so we wanted to do, you know, we had a lot of stations. So you got three different shows. No, we have, really, we have four. We have uh, a Late Night Cupcaking. Spiritual Nourishment, Best Bible Study on Radio, and Auntie Cheryl's House Party. And that's our hip-hop, funk, 
rap soul show because the youngins kept calling me Auntie Cheryl. And I was like, I ain't your auntie, son. The little child. <laughs> and, then, and then they was like, no, that's a nickname. I was like, tight, I'll take that. So that's our hip hop show, which we got DJ Doc, this dude out of Raleigh. Okay. This dude, this dude, you know the dude, this dude mixed some Bee Gees with some trap music. I said, I got a check for you. I said, come on, <laughs> mix some Bee Gees with a trap house? Like, like Wyclef did. Remember when Wyclef mixed in the Bee Gees? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, was he... like, oh, snap. I got to help this brother out. I got to okay. help him out. I love but, that about you. But I will tell you this. Uh, Rob Wilkins uh, came from Tom Joyner, used to work for Tom Joyner. He's my affiliate relations guy. He brought us from one affiliate. We started with the Juice um, in, in Ohio, mm -hmm. and then we moved on to 483 affiliates. And we consider each affiliate, if you take the content you know, of each show, so that's mm -hmm. how we have 483 affiliates. We have Low Power, HBCU, Satellite. Uh, we got everything, Mom and Pop, AM, FM, XM Series. We got everything, and we're all over the world, too. So for me, I wanted Rob to come work over here, you know, and then we just signed up Civil Wilkes to do Cheryl Underwood Radio News. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I called her myself and I was like, Civil, I don't have a lot, but whatever <laughs> I can do to help. And she was like, right on. Because I believe news is important, especially in black radio. It's very important. We need news. I was doing that on hip hop radio. They never wanted me to do it. They did right. not. They told me not to do it. Hey, I was told the same thing. Don't do they that. They told me not to do it. I'm like, and, nope, I'm doing it. And sports. And they sports. told me not to do none of that stuff. Yeah, and you do that, right? I you did. do. I okay. So why did they tell you not to do it, though? They said because the listeners don't want that. They just want the music and fun. And see, I don't believe. And oftentimes, right. I hear people say, "I wouldn't have known about that if yes. I didn't hear you," because you're all I'm listening to. That's right. That's how I knew it was important. That's right. And let's tell you something happened. Uh, black people don't believe Jesus is coming back until they hear it on their black radio station. <laughs> be like, the Lord is coming well. Jesus just arrived. Uh-oh, y'all, he back. He back, he back, he back. <laughs> Let me give me an outfit, <laughs> you know? And for me, to be able to have Vic Frost and, and, and Rob Wilkins and Sybil Wilkes and Tyrone Dubois, a DJ DOC, you know, we, we pick up people and I go, listen, keep your regular job because I ain't got that much money. Keep your regular job. Come over here, take this money, this little bit of money I got. Then I got, you know, Kyle Irby, comedian. Courtney Black, comedian. But they're also they're comedians, but they're substitute teachers when they have to get out there and make some more money. You know, we got a, a guy that we call him the white man. And we didn't turn him black. You know how this shows, oh, we got a white dude on. Now he hipping than all the black people on the radio show. <laughs> we ain't got that. We ain't got that. Our white man drinks. He's a white, he's a white man. He got a truck. You know, he said he gonna put a baby outside if he keep crying. Let me mm. tell you something. He said a word to us that we was like, what? <laughs> when they was protesting. Remember all them people was protesting? Yeah, I want to go back to work. He said, he said, if them necks, N-E-C-K-S, necks, don't, yeah, don't stay home. I okay. said, what? I've never heard the breakdown either, so I'm glad you spelled it for me, because at first I like, yeah, you, that's you what on we the show, did. but I got, I, I've that's never heard the breakdown for it. I never heard that. But this guy's encyclopedia knowledge of sports, and we are a family team. We got Harry Southern, our favorite country lawyer. This guy is a lawyer. 
but he's a county commissioner in real life, an elected county commissioner. Then we have Dr. Charles Steele, president and CEO of SCLC. He keeps it real and brother's gonna work it out on our show. So what we're trying to do is community service. We're trying to do sports, entertainment. Uh, we do a HBCU shout out because we're on about 20 HBCU radio stations. So really, it is a dream of mine to do radio, but I want to go back to when we were taking it to the streets. The reason that people miss Tom Joyner so much now more than ever is because we got D.L. Hughley, but we also need somebody that's going to speak up and clarify. And then um, I was talking to Steve about this. We have got to get the DNC and Joe Biden's campaign to understand you cannot just come and get an interview and think it's cool. You must put some money and advertisement That's in right. black media, social yeah. media, black yeah. radio, black newspapers. Yeah. And our job is to keep them all afloat. I'm with all you on that. I agree 100%. And black podcasts. I'm not <laughs> black Zoom, whatever this is. We will accept advertisement. No. That's, that's what we need to do. So what you want to ask? What you want? No, no. Because since you're talking about the radio stuff, I know that you are. This is connected with money. With the show, you've decided because of all this stuff that's going around that you guys want to give out money or pay bills. Explain it. How you're well, it's um, Cheryl Underwood Radio lends a helping hand. Okay. And what I found... You know, we open our phone lines, one eight five five Cheryl one with the S. We open our phone lines. A lot of people say, oh, I need help. I need help. And they're like, oh, okay, I don't have that kind of money. You just asked me for four or five figures. Or you just asked me to put you on and everything. And, and after I pay for everything I need to pay, my first check is my sister. Right next to that is taxes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you ain't going to read about me and nothing. I make sure my priorities are taken care of. But then I thought, well, I have a little bit left over. And I'm a member of Zeta Phi Beta and our brother's Phi Beta Sigma. I said, maybe I can lend a helping hand. Something as little as gas money. Mm -hmm. Something like maybe grocery money. Or maybe you don't have all of your rent or all of your mortgage. You don't have, or maybe there's a church out there that's been feeding the homeless. And now because they can't have a service, they're not collecting as much money as they used to. So we decided that we were going to open the phone lines up and every day let people call us and tell us what they need. And on Fridays, we're going to make every Friday Good Friday and pick one person and lend a helping hand. And what we found out when we first put it out there, we have found a hospital floor in Arkansas where these hospital workers take care of the COVID patients and they have not had a hot meal because of the shift that they're working. Wow. So we're going to do that. Then we okay. found out that in Tennessee, these nursing home workers have been working 24 hours and have not left the nursing home because people don't want to bring something to their family too, but they don't want to lead the people in the nursing home. So we're going to help them. We found out chief of belief in, in Inkster, Michigan, uh, that he need help. Um, so what we find out is all these churches and all these things out there, but also it's the everyday man and woman that is slipping through the cracks. Everybody ain't getting that check. And, and, and they don't care if you don't get that check. And it's just like with Katrina and everything. Our people are, you know, we need you to send me the check so I can go to the check cashing place, right? 
So that's why I want to do Cheryl Underwood Radio lends a helping hand. So when you call 1-855-SHERYL-1, all you got to do is say, Cheryl Underwood, I need a helping hand. You can tell me what it is. I don't think I'm going to be able to do nothing good for my mama on Mother's Day. We got you. Memorial Day. Stay home. Hashtag alone together, but I'm going to send you enough for you to get your barbecue stuff. Stay home. Father's Day. Look out for your father. I got you. So we're going all the way to Labor Day because I know how much money I got. And if anybody want to help us, 1-855-SHERYL-1, email us at shirlunderwoodradio.com. Thank you for letting me talk about Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you for letting me talk about the talk. Let me do my talk. Let me do my talk. <laughs> Product placement. Hey, CBS. Hey, CBS. If you need me, hit me. Hey, I want you to help me do this podcast stuff. Help me do Because I do have a podcast. It's the World According to Cheryl. The podcast is Cheryl Underwood Radio. It's all right. You literally have to have a digital team almost. Because you probably got a website. You got yeah. all these digital platforms that you yeah. have to run. And you need somebody that is the head of all that that their whole life is about making sure all of your platforms are populated. Yeah. And there's something on all the platforms at all time and making sure that they are, everything cross pollinates as well. Why don't you start that as your company? But then do I got to give up my passwords and stuff? You're going to have to trust somebody, Cheryl. Oh, oh, bruh, 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 bruh. Listen, listen, just all you have to do is lay off some of that porn that you got circulating on some Ooh, of your stuff. You must know me because I'll be up <laughs> late at night. I'll be up late at night going, wow, boy, do I wish I could do that. I'd probably be married by now if I could do that. She's <laughs> <Jeez>, amazing. Girl, <laughs> you, listen, I mean, you know me. I'll be listening to, listen, I'll be listening to some slow jams. And I'd be like, mm, okay, let me fix me a cocktail. Whoa, I think I could do that. She's talented. <laughs> and then I put it down. Sure. Wow. Well, thank you stay, for the Stay safe. Stay good. You do the, you do the same. Hey, tell your old girl, big up to your old girl. And, you know, much respect. Much respect. I was just flirting. And then, you know, it ain't happening. It ain't, it ain't never going to happen. Girl. You ain't got to worry about me. But if you ever need backup in a fight, you know, had a bizarre oh, We be fighting back to back like black Charlie's angels. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> sure. I love you. And give best of your children, too. I sure will. Thank you. And do the same okay. to your family. And your crew, too. Tell your crew I said okay. stay safe, okay. most importantly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, darling. Bye-bye. <laughs>